Welcome to Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. My name is Paul Roberts. And I'm his wife, Carol. And we are the creators of Grow Me a Story. Our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. And inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. As your creativity cultivators, Carol and I are excited about bringing you another guest here in 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. Here in the third week of August, we're joined once again by our good friend, Rachel Kruzmark. Rachel has had a long career as an educator at Kellogg High School, where she has shared her creative gifts with students in English and yearbook classes and, for over the last decade, has been the art instructor. Here is Episode 3 of the Dreams and Bones interview with local artist and educator, Rachel Kruzmark. Uh, Let's move on to this next question. We wanted to interview you because we believe you are an example of someone who practices the art of creative living. Start with this. Do you agree with us? Yeah, I do. I think that I do. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't really think about it, but I'm always busy making making stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. just, I don't know. May, I, that's a really hard, I, I think I kind of touched on it. Like I was telling you what I'm mm-hmm. doing today. I'm mm-hmm. just right. like going from one little, one little thing to the next of projects. I don't really consciously do it. I just don't mm-hmm. know how I would do it any different, except right. mm-hmm. for I have started accepting the fact that I, I I need to just let go of the parts of my life that really aren't creative or like that mm. don't that don't feed my mm-hmm. soul or my mm-hmm. creativity. Right. And mm-hmm. one is like gardening and yard work. I know mm-hmm. it's like really cool mm-hmm. to be like into your garden. I mean, I love sitting in my yard and like mm-hmm. I, I like enjoying it, but I need a gardener. Like I just mm-hmm. don't, I yeah. don't. That's not your I'll thing. No. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I was like mowing the lawn. Um, I don't, I don't even like water my front lawn anymore. And I was like mowing it because I know it was probably getting too big and there were some weeds growing and probably blowing seeds and someone else's. And I thought, I don't, I don't even care if people drive by and go, wow, that yard looks horrible. I have no pride in my yard. <laughs> and when you have no pride in it, you just don't care what right. people think. And so anyway, the backyard is nice and I try to, but I just like let it go because mm-hmm. it's like I have I have stuff to make. Yes. I've got things yeah. to do. You know, yeah. I can't mow the yard and yeah. water it. Why would you water it? It's just going to grow and then you have to mow it yeah. again. Um, but creative yeah. living, um, that is hard because it's like, how do you, it's just what I do, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And and maybe that's part of that thought too. I feel like that you as a, as an art teacher, uh, you, you can you can do what you do as an art teacher and practice your art. Those two things aren't aren't always separate. I struggled as an English teacher oh. to practice to take the time to do my own literature to write my own. I always wanted oh could I if I could turn my students into writers wouldn't that be wonderful? But I didn't write. As much as mm-hmm. I should have, mm-hmm. and and maybe that's why I wanted to take an art class. <laughs> but you could do that. You did it with your drama, though. I mean, you oh, were yes. able to practice right. at yes. the same time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, that was hard. English was hard. If you weren't, a, I wasn't a fiction writer at all. Mm. Um, more poetry, so mm-hmm. I could talk about the process of yeah. that. Yeah. But like, it was hard for me because I wasn't, I wasn't a practicing writer as far mm-hmm. as like fiction or even. I mean, I could do an essay, mm-hmm. but but I would just pull things from the literature. Like as we were reading, I would mm-hmm. say like, why is this? Look at how this character is described. Mm-hmm. This why did the writer choose to, you know, of my cement? Why did the writer not give? Curly's wife a name. Right. We don't like. What would you do? How would you? And so, like, I could try to do it that way, but I wasn't a practicing, right. yeah. a practicing writer, so yeah. a practicing reader. Mm-hmm. Are you starting or currently working on a creative project, but don't know what to do next? Do you need someone to talk to? Someone who will give you feedback and tools to get your creativity back on track? This is what Gromia's story is all about. Paul and Carol Willem Roberts, your creativity cultivators, will help you start, continue, or complete creative projects, big or small. Visit www.gromiastory.com to learn how Paul and Carol can help. Now, back to Dreams and Bones. Well, we call ourselves creativity cultivators. Grow Me A Story exists to help people grow their creative gifts. Are there people in your life that have filled that role for you? And have you been that role for others? Mm. Yeah, I think, you know, I I think whatever, like, this is a big kind of big answer. So you're cultivating creativity. And I was thinking, and I was like looking at your work, the workshop and things or the consultations that you would do or like need some inspiration or you need a feedback mm-hmm. or whatever and I was like no I have too much to do already why would I want they would just give me more ideas and I don't have time right and and so and then it was like are you in a creative block and I'm like I wish I could be in a creative block sometimes <laughs> I could just like yeah. stop it but I have so many mm-hmm. different like realms of, yeah. of th- things with a just mm-hmm. being creative that I don't, I never really find myself in a creative rut at all. Yeah. So whatever, like whatever mode I'm in. So sometimes I get in modes, which I'm sure you guys do too. So maybe sometimes I'll be like oil pastel. Oh, I'm just drawing, drawing or, mm-hmm. you know, pottery. I, I was kind of in a, I wouldn't call it a rut. I was in a, I'll say pottery or ceramic rut. I just didn't, wasn't into it mm-hmm. for about a year, a year and a half, but I was doing other things. I was right. drawing and I started my illustrated journals. And so I mm-hmm. could like attribute that to people that I, follow and and you have taken classes from but the ceramics it's so funny that I've come back to that and really that's been my longest most like steady one Mm -hmm. um I started doing that when I was about in second grade my neighbor was a potter Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she had moved moved from uh Dubois Idaho and um she worked for the forest service I think but she was um they were like super like granola kind of heavy granola people and um they she made she did pottery she had a kiln and I would go over there my brother started he was like a little more outward because you know he heard he saw the um the guy over there doc was his name like hammering with his hammer and my brother he you know was a worker so he was like what are you doing you need help and so he befriended them first and which is so funny because he is exactly the opposite of like a granola hippie he's like a cowboy guy now which is hilarious but um, but anyway he would go over and he would talk about he was doing pottery and I'm like well what's that and then. Hmm. He told me, well, then I kind of just like pushed him out and, and I got into working with Janet. Doc was her name. And, and uh, 
she just taught me all kinds of stuff. I would watch her just throw on the wheel. I would spend mm. all my days, Saturday and Sundays over at her house oh, and wow. just make, she would let me play with play and make things. She would show me sometimes, but now I know now, now as a, as a, like working in ceramics, I'm like, okay, you can come and work in my studio. I don't have time for you because I'm busy, you know? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, I understand right. that you have to have a different kind of realm, but she did teach me how to throw and I made these little miniature Barbie dishes. Oh. I don't have them. I don't, I don't think I do. Yeah. Um, but eventually I turned them like when I got older in seventh grade, they were like little white bowls. I was so mad because she glazed them. She goes, I'll fire them and then you can glaze them. Well, then I got busy or didn't get back. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I went ahead and glazed them for you because I had to fire yeah. and I didn't understand, you know, you have to load the kiln and stuff. And I was like, dang it. I wanted to glaze them. But anyway, they're these little miniature white bowls. Later on, I made, creativity i wasn't allowed to have makeup um and you know like sixth grade or something like mm-hmm. that and my mom let me wear a mascara in seventh grade but my aunt was a model and so she had like all this baskets of makeup and i would go to her house and she would put me put me in makeup and <laughs> anyway so i decided i was going to make my own makeup and i was going to use these little bowls so i got baby powder and because i was going to make eyeshadow uh-huh. i got baby powder and i mixed it with food coloring and then i compacted it in and it kind of worked not yeah. so anyway they were my little makeup oh, containers okay. that i made so yeah yeah um deprivation mm-hmm. huh. deprivation because yeah. you have to yeah. you have to like go and create things mm-hmm. yourself yeah. mm-hmm. so i would say janet for mm-hmm. sure um but at the same time i i don't there's been like some writing, writing people. I had a professor, uh, Margaret Shrevey in um, college. She was kind of probably the one that transformed me and like turn, turned me from art to English. Cause mm-hmm. I just really, she just gave me permission to write whatever, mm-hmm. whatever I wanted mm-hmm. to. She showed me the book, Natalie Goldberg's writing mm-hmm. down the bones mm-hmm. changed my life. Mm-hmm. And then I have my dear, dear friend, uh, Dr. Gary Lundy. He definitely, definitely fed my creative spirit creative writing um mostly and even visual art he he was he it was interesting to see him he started painting um but he wasn't like trained painter or anything um but he started painting and i was like look at you you're you know you're like this you phd creative writing and and you're painting and you don't know what you're doing but look at you doing that you know and so it kind of showed me that you don't have to just like be in one place you don't Mm -hmm. have to just like prescribe to whatever you have credentials to do or experience Mm -hmm. to do you're just always going out there and exploring more Mm -hmm. so i think those would be my my people Mm -hmm. that fed my fed Mm -hmm. my creativity and then what about you feeding others oh you know i think you just don't know right you don't know until I know you did it for me. I mean, with the, the the ceramics, you know, when I took that class and then I mean that really changed a lot for me. Uh-huh. I mean, just I think maybe the switch of, oh, I can do something like this, uh-huh. you know, and that, oh, I can do you know, I can do a decent job. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, and so that was really for me a big change. Cause I'd never really done anything like that before. So. And I never even really thought of that, but you were like super, you were a very good student. You were gung ho. You kept coming in every week for like a couple years. A couple years. Yeah. yeah. And, and then how, like I was listening to your, your, the podcast with joy pursuit mm-hmm. and you were talking a little bit about that. And, um, and I don't know if it was you or maybe it was joy who said that the thing that helped was that I never told you that you were wrong. That I, and I was like, that 
is what I've always strived to, to do. Like, because it's so hard. Yeah. When you when you just like when you know it's wrong. I mean, if it's dangerous, right. of like this might not work for you or whatever. Yeah. It's like yeah. goes against physics. Um, <laughs> but other than that, like I just don't think that you 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 can be wrong. There is no right answer. Right. Sometimes yeah. it's just like. And with the ceramic, yeah, it was more the, well, you got to get those air bubbles out or it's going to explode or whatever. But yeah, Yeah. as far as the, what we were doing, yeah, Yeah. it was, yeah. Yeah. So I guess I don't know. And I, you know, seeing you when, when you um, would, you would pin, I think on Pinterest maybe. Oh yeah. The ideas. What is she doing? That's not even, she cannot do that yet. That's crazy stuff. Uh And you're like, oh no, that was just for the glaze color or whatever. (laughs) And um, because it was like this elaborate yes, thing. Yes, exactly. Like, oh, Carol, I don't know if there's enough time for us to do this right now. But like I never, it was like, that's who I saw you as like who who I saw you to be. So mm-hmm. you were doing in this realm of ceramics what you do in all your other realms where I saw you. So I didn't even realize until mm-hmm. you just now said something yeah. like you would never even explored that because you just kind of naturally started doing it yeah yeah and it was it it was just an interesting thing you know to yeah to be a part of that process and enjoy it and do a pretty good job at it and yeah I did it kind of opened up kind of that whole that that almost visual artistic realm that I never really explored you know more kind of in some areas but I would say more crafty areas Mm -hmm. than than art, like arty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like working with colors and yeah. you know, and that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It was. It was really neat. It was a neat. And and now I feel like I just try stuff. You know, I'm to the point where, you know, like last summer, I remember sitting in in my office, and it was just like, you know what? I'm gonna grab my my color pencils, and I'm just gonna draw from memory some flowers that I like in my garden. And it was like, because I've always said, oh, I can't draw anything. Um, and I actually didn't do too bad of a job. And then I've done other things. You know, a lot of them have to do with flowers, I think, because I like the flowers and that's just mm-hmm. a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And so it's been really interesting where, yeah, getting to the point of, well, I'm just going to try it and try. And then people we work with trying to get that them to that point of, it's okay if you don't do a good job. Just mm-hmm. try it mm-hmm. and see. And you might really surprise yourself at what you can do so yeah it's it's been interesting well curiosity you were so curious too and Uh I think that yeah curiosity drives a Mm -hmm. lot of things right what you can do yeah how do you do that yes (laughs) you said something earlier about your studio are you talking about at at your home no I have a studio in Wallace um tell us about it is in the Coeur d'Alene hardware building like that's what the that's what says on the building People come in there all the time looking for the hardware store because the hardware store is down there. It's just right. not that. Um, so Sarah Murphy uh, has a uh, Soul and Sarah um, mm-hmm. flower studio downstairs. And then I'm on the, up on the mezzanine. And I have, that's where I do my, all my ceramics is done there um, just because I don't want that place, that mess in my house. Um, I have a kiln in my basement though. So I do have to transport things to my basement. Um, but I don't throw or anything. I just do. I do hand building up there. But I also have all my all my other art, all my everything. All my art supplies are there, basically. Mm-hmm. So I have like diff- different little parts of the studio, and and um, I I've had that for about three years now, and it's kind of like my little retreat. Mm-hmm. And I don't make it there often in the winter. Um, usually, like maybe one day a weekend. 
Um, it's kind of rough doing that. And then it gets so dark here early. So mm -hmm. it's like hard to think about going to my studio at 4.30 when it's dark right. outside. I just, I, I love it because it's like, I get out and, and mm -hmm. it's a perfect place because it's, it's open. I mean, she's not as open as much as she has been ever since COVID happened, but but now like people will come in. So there's like a stream of people or I can watch the people go by. And mm -hmm. so it's a, it's a great workspace. Mm -hmm. um, then I also share it with um, Paige Taylor, who's a fiber artist oh. and she has the other half of the, of the mezzanine. And we're very rarely there at the same time. Very rarely. We're like phantoms. We can see whatever, <laughs> but with what we've done, but um, I really, I really love that. I love, I love the, just, just sharing a space, but uh -huh. not really sharing a space. Mm -hmm. With somebody, it's like where we kind of all come together. And oh, and I it, I call it the girl fort. Uh -huh. So that's what I finally, um, that was another thing that I was creating. I had to come up with a logo for my ceramics. It's taken me a few years to come up with it, but it's girl fort mm -hmm. ceramics. Mm -hmm. And um, and I have like the mezzanine, uh, the little, the la the, the slats in the railing mm -hmm. that are, is in my, my logo that I did. Because I had to make the little cards for my earrings. Right. So it's just kind of like everything's just blossomed and, yeah. and bloomed. Nice. I know oh, we cool. we need to go. I've always thought yeah. it's like oh. go see what your your studio looks like. Yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it looks like. That's it's good all, though. You know, it's well, yeah, know. <laughs> in the process of yeah, creating things. There it is, folks. Part three of our four-part interview with Rachel Cruzmark. Carol, any comments about what we heard from Rachel today? I enjoyed talking to Rachel about when I took a summer ceramics class from her and how much I learned and it really for me opened up a whole new way of expressing my creativity and then also her talking about her studio in Wallace and I can't wait to go visit it someday. Yes, we're going to have to get up there and take a look at it. Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we'd like to thank our Sacred Community Garden members for their support and remind all of our listeners that as a subscriber, you can soon gain access to bonus material from all of our Dreams and Bones interviews. If you have found us and you're not a member, but you want to know more about Dreams and Bones, go to www.growmeastory.com where you can find out more about practicing the art of creative living with your hosts, Paul and Carol Willem Roberts. Join us next Friday for part four of our interview with Rachel Cruzmark on your Dreams and Bones podcast.